Welcome to Honestly Her, a podcast to help you build a path to your entrepreneurial dreams. You'll hear stories from inspiring and successful women covering how they build up the confidence to take the leap, to live their dream, and to take control. Now, your host, Callie Burr. Hi, and welcome to the second episode of Honestly Her. I am super pumped. I literally am just over the moon with how well this recording went. I mean, the audio is a little bit off, but it's episode two, so cut me some slack and actually listen to the content. The energy is amazing. The connection is amazing. I'm looking forward to so many more of these. So today we have Ellie on the phone with us, and she offers positive, self-reflective spiritual counselling and guidance um, in her business, and she is just phenomenal. I I have not met Ellie before. We had briefly spoken in a messenger, and when I first came up with the idea of the podcast, um, I was trying to get some help and some inspiration around just a really simple but strong logo. And Ellie was gracious enough to, she'd never spoken to me before. She'd never engaged with me in any form before, but she was like, you know what? I like your mission. I like, you know, where this is going. How about I create this logo for you? I was just blown away by her generosity. Um, So she created our logo and I said to her, you know, I want to learn more about you. Can I get you on to the podcast? Because you know, just that helping each other out is the basis of where this podcast grew from. It's women helping women and women inspiring and empowering other women to live a life that they love on their terms. So please sit down and enjoy this amazing podcast. I'm still like, I've just finished recording it and I'm still on cloud nine. Like, Ellie is my new BFF. This is just, she is just phenomenal. Hey, everybody. I have got Ellie Lieberman with me on the phone, uh, on the line today. And um, really excited to have her here. We've been chatting back and forth for a while. I love what she does and the energy that she brings. So I will just bring her on with us now. So, hey, Ellie, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Callie? I'm really looking forward to having this conversation with you. Um, I love everything that you're doing, so I'm going to let you lead the way and uh, see what happens here. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fine. So, um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So I've heard a little bit of your backstory and things like that, but sort of you know, when, when you went out to, you know, you finish school and all the rest of it and you go to get a of course. Job of how we're told, you know, we're supposed to live in the nine to five and things like that. So where was your transition from that type of space to where you are now? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, okay. So I grew up in Los Angeles and I have an entrepreneur father and a um, uh, really high power executive mother. And so um, I come from like uh, a lot of abundance, but a lot of like my parents weren't home to take care of me. Mm -hmm. So I was like raised by nannies and uh, my grandmother. So later in life, I went to school. I got a a degree out here in San Francisco in art. And um, I ended up working with kids for a while. And I am a product of the American recession here. And in 08, I decided I wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I went through the program, and because I was teaching art, they actually cut, like, 90% of the creative arts wow. here, especially here in California. And so I was left, I was 25 years old, and I was left in this space of, oh, my gosh, I did everything that everybody told me to do. Go to school, and you'll get a job, yep. you know? Yep. And, and, that didn't, and that didn't happen for me. And so I was really kind of lost and um I found that's really when my spiritual journey is Mm -hmm. so I run a a really successful spiritual business now but it didn't start that way (laughs) (laughs) I I actually ended up working for my father for a little bit 
And I was, I was drawing maps, actually. I was a cartographer. And I was working. I, was, I got a super crazy, weird job. So <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I was making a lot of money. I was working for family. Yeah. But um, I was working 60 hours a week. Wow. And I had no life. I literally, you, I mean, you wouldn't recognize me. And so, um, long story short, I was like, I got to take a break. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, everything changed. It was like uh, the floodgates opened. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I, I understood that I was helping people. So that was really... It was that was really the precipice. I had to stand up for myself first and realize, like, I didn't need the security of a well-paying job in order to survive, and it was scary. You know, I didn't know. I never. I have parents that work. You know, I never was raised, and um, I'm different than most women. Like, my mom is the breadwinner, so even more so, I was told, like, you make a man marry you for your money. You know, yeah. like it was not, you know what I mean? Yeah. But my mom, uh, the interesting thing is, this is why I'm so fascinated in talking to you and your community, yeah. is my mom now, she was a high power executive up until about five or six years ago, and now she's an entrepreneur. Wow. So, so she, she worked all of those years and realized, oh my gosh, I have no connection the way that I want to with my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I want to reach an audience. I want to be my, I want to like promote social justice and social change and mindfulness. And her whole attitude, her whole perspective shift. And I got to tell you, she's like 50 pounds lighter. Yeah. She is beaming with radiance. You can see her and she's doing things that she loves. And so in a parallel sense, I've been kind of rising next to my mother as an entrepreneur yeah. helping people. So yeah. that's my background. Yes, that's, that's what happened. That, that's so Thank powerful. you. And especially, you know, everyone says, you know, a nine to five is really stable and that's what you should do. But it's not. The amount of layoffs and things like that that people have no yes. control over, you actually, yes. when you get educated and you start to really understand the difference between working for someone else and yourself, the only thing that holds you back in your own business is you. The thing that holds you 100%. Back, yeah, and the thing yes. that holds you back in your business, in someone else's business, is them. So you definitely have more control when you work for yourself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there was definitely, like, okay, so let, let's talk about that really quick. Because yeah. what happened is, like, I don't have a business degree. I'm completely creative. Yeah. Like, Business was not my world. I couldn't even check, check and balance my own checkbook. So <laughs> when we talk about being like a millennial yeah. and, and starting like a whole new business, not only that, but like I'm a psychic for yeah. a living. Yeah. So like on top of it all, I have this huge audience that I have to convince that I'm real. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. not only am I not selling a physical product, I'm selling my being, the person that I am. Yeah. It was like double whammy. So I was facing how do I build a business from ground up and not be pushy and annoying and bug people on social media and online and have them think that I'm just pr promoting myself like crazy and having them see me as an authentic, real uh, service. And so it took me a second to, um, like, get out of my head, oh, I need a second job. And the moment mm. that I just let that go, yeah. the abundance, it, everything started to flow. I, the resources I started, that I needed started to come. But, like, I did my research. I took a bunch of online courses. Um, I definitely educated myself on how to run a successful entrepreneur yeah. startup. Yeah. So I took a course on Udemy. Um, there's tons of there's tons of resources now. It's not like you know 20 years ago, exactly. where the internet isn't your friend. Um, so yeah, I I really like it. I think that my main the main thing that I really want to um, I wish I I, I want to talk about is the fact that like um, I had a lot of fear 
mm-hmm. about putting myself out, putting myself out there authentically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because I am like, it's only been in the last six months or so that I've actually, you know, and I'm, I'm almost thirty-six, so that's a long, t- a long time to live and not actually be comfortable in your own skin. Like it's only really been yes. in the last year to six months that I've really sort of come to be happy and comfortable within myself, and just sort of like you said, just accept and be happy with what I've got, and then all this abundance have opened. Like I started. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yes. I started a business 16 months ago working for myself and it's had highs and lows and, you know, you compare and you think you've got to match up to someone else where you don't because you're your own person and you do things differently. And the second I acknowledged that and accepted that, like you said, the floodgates open. It's just believing that. I can't, I can't, it sounds so woo-woo, right? It sounds so cliche. And so (laughs) a lot of what, a lot of what I've been doing, especially because I'm in like the self-help aspect of yeah. entrepreneurship, yeah. Um, I help, I, I personally, and this is just a belief system, I believe in the law of attraction personally. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of science that goes behind it and I won't bore everybody with that. But the reality is, is like, uh, I was just like attracting my mirror. So like every time that I would enter something that I was I w- that didn't work out, it was because it was showing me where I was fearful, where I was scared, what I needed to work out within myself, and I kept like hitting these huge roadblocks. Like yeah. I'd have these like spurts of abundance, and then it would stop, and I'd be like, "What are you? What's going on, universe? Like yeah. I don't understand." Um, and then well, once I just stopped, yes. A hundred percent. And it really, I'm walking. So what's beautiful, I'm walking, living proof of that. What's beautiful about my journey is my, in particular, my social media, yeah. if you actually go through it, you legitly see my transformation as an entrepreneur. Like you can actually, if you do enough digging, you can see me failing <laughs> miserably and you can see the energy around me and just kind of the things that I was doing. No, I wasn't a different person, but I didn't have the kind of like free flowing confidence yeah. that I've got going on right now. And I have now five years, I've been doing it five years now consistently. Wow. And I have, which has been unbelievably I'm like, I pinch myself, like, is this real? Like, this is really happening. But it's taken this amount of time to be in a place where I really am kicking butt here. It's taken me, you know, I had all of these false expectations of what my life was going to be like working from home, living at home, eating and cooking and boyfriends and all of that. All of the things I had to re- uh, to reorganize, I didn't realize I didn't have to really change much. No, I just needed to, right. I don't have to change. I just needed to make my, myself a priority. Yes. So once I did that, I was like, okay, everybody leave me alone from this time to this time. This is what I'm doing. And people actually left me alone. And then what's, what started to happen is I started to bring in other like-minded individuals who were trying to, in my case, be a psychic or read tarot online or influence spirituality. And I would just go into these rooms with people and I would just dominate. And I would be like, what, how? And then the jealousy factor happens. And then people try to take you down. So like my one thing I think I, from my other entrepreneur, my newly, my new little protégés, <laughs> my my little crew of people who are like, I want to do what you do. I'm like, you're crazy, but okay, um, you know. And, and they are they're finding out that they have certain skills and that haters are always going to hate, right? Yes. And that's the other side about online business, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have this infinite world. That to tell feel without any filter at all. Yeah. And to have a thick skin was my that was my hardest struggle was to not be affected said about me or what I was doing and to just know that I was being authentic. Once that happened, 
everything was fine. But when you first start, it's really hard to um, ignore the crap. You know, excuse my French. Ignore. So what do you do, Callie? Do you have people who, like, who, who go on your, uh, on your page and well, bother like you? Even this week when I launched my podcast, like literally within 24 hours, I had over 100 women contact me that were positive, but then I still had a handful of women contacting me and just yep. belittling me. And I'm like, you know what? My philosophy is this is something that I'm feeling really drawn to and it's making me feel really happy and I know it's made a lot of other people feel happy. So they're like, oh, you need to plan more, you need to do this, you need to do that. I'm like, yes, no, this is what I'm saying. Expectations. That's not my expectations. Amen. Yeah. It's the, it's the advice I give people. I'm like, I'm like, you have to look at the ratio of how many people are being negative towards what you're doing yeah. and how many people are, are really enjoying it. And my numbers started to grow almost overnight, effortless, effortlessly. It was like I went from 50 followers to almost 2,000 followers in a matter of like four months. Wow. It was insane. Dang. And so now I've got people who have come to me later going, oh my gosh, I've seen your transition. How did you do it? And they, they just laugh. I'm like, you're going to hate me, but like, I'm just in flow. I was like, there's no other, I can't, the only thing I could tell you is to just be yourself and everything else will come to you. I had to let go of um, what everybody else told me I was supposed to do. And it's so hard. Um, it is. I mean, uh, because I run a spiritual-based business, I get to, um, like, meditate and um, talk about my feelings all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? So I have a very, a, like, a, a, a very nurturing business. It's yeah. not like that for everybody else. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, you know what I mean? But for me, uh, I, I just had to really learn that um, – like it's in the universe's hands. Like you can't, I couldn't deny people kept coming to me on the street in line at the grocery store, (laughs) telling me things that I, that they were just like my angels, you know? And I couldn't deny that this is what I was supposed to be doing. Um, when that happens, right. And be open to receiving that information. Like, I don't know. Yes. You believe in you. You've got to be open to hearing where, you know, where you're supposed to be coming, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whether it's Buddha, whatever. You've got yes. to be opening to listening to your guide, you know, helping you to live the path and the life that you're supposed to live. Yes. Most people who come to me like, okay, so I'm a psychic for a living. So I get, can you talk to, can you can you talk to dead people? Number one question. The other question, the other question is, can you see the future? And the most common question is actually, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. What's my sole purpose? And so I, I'm like, that's really what we should be talking about all the time. And I teach people how to go, how to be in flow. And my, my rules are this. If something comes to you three times, you should be paying attention. Yeah. Three times. Because flukes do happen. There are glitches in the matrix, per se. Mm. Right? Like, there are things. Coincidences are totally possible. Um, It's coming to me three times, and trust me, you're going to know what they are. I should probably be paying attention to them. Like, I can't deny, like, for for example, um, I was gifted uh, a deck of tarot cards really randomly. Yeah. from uh you know what i mean from a therapist that yeah. helped me when i was a kid out of yeah. freaking nowhere yeah and then a family member three weeks later gifts me another deck and then it was wow. like how could i not pay attention yeah. to that and then i would i would go to go get like a regular job even though i have a master's degree Mm-hmm. I would go try to work at Starbucks and it would last three weeks and then I'd be in fl- inboxed and flooded with clients. Yeah. So when those things start to happen, that's what you should be paying attention to if you're curious about what your sole purpose is. But I personally had to like let 
everything else go. I had to just know that I, w I was going to end up with a roof over my head no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that food was going to enter my, my body at some point, no matter what. I had to have complete faith yes. because I got used to a lifestyle that comes with the stability yeah. in so many ways of a regular job. Plus, I was working for family. It was like a guaranteed paycheck. Mm -hmm. so, so for me, I was sitting up on my throne, but I was exhausted. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I'm a tired queen. Like, this is not working. How can I take care of my personal life if I'm exhausted all the time? And, I, you know, it, it took a lot of, um, like, really tough lessons, too. Like, I didn't listen to the signs, and I got my ass handed to me yes. by the universe. Yes, I've had <laughs> you're like, if you keep, yes. you don't keep, like, if things keep coming up, and you don't keep addressing them or dealing with them, they're not going to go away. Oh. It's just going to hit you in the face harder and harder. It, it gets worse. I'm like, if it happens three times, just do it. Do not fight it. Like, it's so, I can think of 10 things right now, literally, that my butt was just handed to me because I wasn't listening. The thing is, it's like, the way this, and it's all intuition, Callie. And I, it's as much as, you know, uh, someone once said to me, no one wants to be told that they're psychic, right? No one wants to be told that they're psychic. It's got this psychic attachment. But people take it as a compliment to be intuitive. Yeah. And it's true. Well, that's because human beings, they're intuitive. All beings are intuitive. They have an inner sense, a knowing in their core. Yeah. And um, it's, it's all psychologically proven, blah, blah, blah. That being said, fight or flight, right? So yeah. I tell people, they're like, how do I know whether or not I'm supposed to be doing something or not? I'm like, it's really simple. You ever like planned a month ahead that you're going to go to this party and you got your dress and you got everything all, you're all ready to go. And then the night of the party, you're like, something doesn't feel right. And you've been so excited to go. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, I'm just being a weenie, right? I'm going to go, I'm being ridiculous, and you don't trust your gut, and you get there, and all hell breaks loose. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you're like, I should have stayed home. <laughs> I should have not gone. That is your intuition. You follow that. So that is how I describe, like, being in flow. So, um, for example, like, if, like, let's say we've been planning to do this, this podcast today yep, yep. and it, it didn't work out. I have learned to not be mad if it didn't work out, that it would end up happening later if it was supposed to. I don't attach to the things that don't show up. I could make a million plans for my day and only three of them will end up happening. Yeah. I have to just allow it to happen. So that's the advice. Ah, to just follow your intuition as a new business owner. And, you know, um, I, I don't know about you, Callie. There's one thing I can say that's important is, like, building an authentic audience. Yes. No, it's um, been a huge issue <laughs> that I've faced and also, you know, that I know that friends have had because, you know, when you first start, you're in this mode of sort of desperation and it's like, I've, I've got to succeed. Like, I'll take on any client. Anyone's my own yes. client. And then, you know, you take on the wrong people. They're not a good fit, you know. Yes. And then it wrecks your self-esteem and your drive and your confidence and all the rest of it. So you've really got to find your tribe. And it does take... Yes. It takes, it, it takes time. It's not like an overnight thing. And like, I'm just like everybody else. I had, I was thrown into my sole purpose. Yeah. This was not my plan. Like I didn't wake up one day and decide I wanted to do this for a living. It happened to me. Yeah. Literally. It yeah. just happened to me. And I'm seeing now, there's like so many of us. It's insane. I can't even believe it. And so something's in the air, right? Yeah. Um, the, the problem with that is um, I felt like I wasn't doing enough. So, like, I feel like that definitely ties to um, one of, like, part of your mission statement, which is, like, how to break free of what we've mm -hmm. been told before. Like, yeah. I thought that like, I was going to get immediate results. Like, yeah. if I did A, B, and C, like, yeah. D, E, F, G, all the way through Z was going to show up, like, in an hour. 
And I'm seeing now after five years of business, um, sometimes the things that I have asked for or have put energy toward come years later yeah. in the right time. So like, um, and vouch, um, I'm sure lots of my friends will listen to this. And I, like four years being told like, oh, you have such a good personality. You should go on the radio. You should get interviewed. And I was like, okay. And like, I hit the ground running trying to do that and nothing panned out. Nothing. And I was so confused. And now, now in the past six months, four or five years later, I'm being interviewed by somebody in Australia. <laughs> you know, I barely even know because I tried to help her with her logo. <laughs> like, it came out of nowhere. So yeah. I've just learned to just kind of sit back. Um, the number one thing, like with new entrepreneurs as well, like a lot of them are like, well, you can't just sit back and just do nothing. So that's true. But like, I actively engage with my community. Yeah. Like, I'm always talking to my audience. They know I'm still alive. I don't just sit back and advertise and run the same ad over and over again. I actually engage. I look into the comments. I send out emails. And they're personal. It's not just this, like, auto response. Mm -hmm. I actually would be like, hey, Callie, thank you for hitting me up. What are you into? You know, I will do that. And it's, I can say that it's given me, I can tell, I already know my numbers. My numbers are much higher. I have a much more authentic, engaging community because I actually care. Yeah, you know, I put I the time that, in. That comes across though as well. Like I know, you know, when I transitioned um, to work for myself, I transitioned using a skill set that I had in the corporate sector that I'm good at, but it's not a passion. And you can tell, I think, you know, now that I'm starting to find the passion of what I love, which is, you know, collaborating and working with other women and health and things like that, there's passion there for me. And it's, yes. And you can tell the people who are out there working in a, you know, providing a service or providing a product that they don't necessarily believe in in a passion. Oh, 100%. It's, it's, you can smell it from a, a mile away. You can actually yeah. see it. Even in the beginning of my business when I didn't know that, I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like half of my posts were like super sincere and really beautiful. And the other half were like, give me all your money. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. um, this is how much I am. And now it's not about, see, that's the other thing too, like money, right? Yeah. So like, it's all about the money. Yep. So, like, like, I stopped worrying about the money. And mm -hmm. it's just coming. It's just coming to me. I don't even have to try. I'm just like, I'm abundance, I'm abundance, I'm abundance. And then the abundance comes. So I really, it sounds so woo-woo again, but, I mean, I don't know. For you, I, I mean, I feel like there are people out there that would listen to this and be like, yeah, right. Um, all, I have, all I have to say is you don't know until you try it. Yeah, I 100% agree. And you know what? It, you've just got to – it's the flow thing again because, honestly, I was forcing things up until probably the last six months. I was forcing my yep. – I was forcing my passion. I was forcing my drive. And since I've yep. gone to the flow – and just gone with gut instinct, intuition, and just passion. Yes. Everything shifted. Isn't it cool? Yes. It's the most amazing thing ever. Like, I literally, all I meet are people like that as well. Yes. Like, everybody in my you've field. To, yes. I really, like, hold my circle. Like, I... I, yes. I was surrounding myself with a lot of people who were doing the whole forced thing. Whereas like in the last six months, I completely shifted my circle, like my inner yep. circle and then my outer circle. And, it, you know, it, it, everybody's in the same mindset. Everybody's flowing, ah. flowing together. It's just magic. It's so true. Okay. So like, this is really cool. This is like a repeat conversation in so many ways. So I'll talk about it. Yeah. So I've got this girlfriend and she's amazing. 
Um, and I'm not going to name her name, but she's amazing. And she, she went from being a very, very, um, kind of like housewife, like very, um, she was like, she did hair for a living. She was very bougie, very fancy. And, um, she had a wake up call. She got very ill Mm -hmm. and she woke up one day and she was like, I don't, I can't do this anymore. This isn't for me. And she started to realize the only reason why she wanted to be kind of this false identity of herself, right? Because she's always been a very down-to-earth person, even though she's blonde, blue-eyed, blah, blah, blah. And you know what I mean? She looks like Paris Hilton. So, you know, even though she looked like that on the inside, everyone loved her because she was so authentic. She was trying to meet these expectations, right? So I said to her, I I said, how did you become this, like, She's now a very successful artist, okay? And I'm like, how, how did you do that? And she said, well, one thing she had to learn was that when you stop thinking you have to be like everybody else, yes. all, of a su- all of a sudden, the people that were trying to be something that they weren't would just fall away. They would just all of a sudden just leave your life. Mm-hmm. Like you would just stop talking to them. So the people in the beginning of my journey, when I was forcing my business, um, they all of a sudden, like, I don't talk to them anymore. And these were people I, were talk- I was talking to on a daily basis, yeah. trying to make something happen. And now um, no one forces me. I don't feel forced at all. I just kind of do what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. But it took me understanding that, um, Everybody who was in my circle was my mirror, genuinely. It was, they were my mirror. So there were things like, I've got a couple of people who I will not name that I just strongly don't like. (laughs) I don't like, I don't like them. And um, I gave them all I had. And I realized the reason why I don't like them is they represent a part of me from my past that I have cut loose, you know, I've, yeah. I've released it. And so now it's not that I don't like them. I have passion for them. And I understand, like, there is a grief that happens when you first start um, an entrepreneur because you're really flying solo. And yeah. the first people that support you are the ones that you want to hold on to first because somebody else actually believes in you. Yeah. And... And it's so hard to let some of those people go because you think, oh, they've been there for you since day one. But, but business is, is about evolution. It's about evolution within yourself and your community. So if I'm not growing, then my clients and my community is not growing. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I want it to change. All of these things started to come true, and I, I, be, you know, I started my business. Yeah. Then you, what would you like if people ask you, well, how'd you shift your mindset? Well, for me... How did you go from one to another? Yeah. Yeah, so for me, um, it was a health situation. I had, yes. a, I had a cancer scare and it, like, it literally shook me to my core because we've got, we've got a lot of cancer in the family and yes. for 24 hours, I didn't know what the outcome was and I... You know, I have an anxious personality, super sensitive anyway, so I automatically went to the negative space, which I shouldn't have done, but no. I did. And I yes. just freaked out. Like, I've got a six-year-old son. Like, what am I going to leave him? You know, yes. how is he going to remember me? Am I living the life that I wanted to live? What if it all ended tomorrow? Yes. And from there on, I was like, you know what? I'm going to cast. I don't care. Fuck this. I'm going to live. Yes. Amen. Life I want. You know what I mean? Yes. This is, and that, yes. that shift completely happened. And so the people that don't want to come along for the journey, like I'm happy for everyone to come along on this journey with me. Yes. Don't want to, yes. That's their choice. In the beginning, I love it. I am you. You are my mom. You are You are so reflective. I'm like, it's so empowering to, for, you know, to bring in, let's say that I am your mirror. Very cool to hear that because even a couple of years ago, like these words were not coming out of other people's mouths around me. 
you know? I was like, where am I tribe? Like, I don't understand. Like, you don't understand. So I get it. Um, one thing that happens always, and I can tell you this from spiritual guidance business, I help people literally get their shit together yeah. for a living. Mm-hmm. And um, every time that, that they have a wake-up call, it is usually that scary. Cancer, yeah. loss of a parent, uh, an accident, losing their job. There is always something mm-hmm. that makes them literally break as a person. And that is what hitting rock bottom is. It can be anything. It's not just for the losers. Like everybody bottom for someone like you, it was might not be here tomorrow. Um, that once you go there, your answers solved. Like you will get, you'll know exactly what you want. Literally. Six months later, you know. It's really funny um, because I've never been a woman's woman. Like I've always been one of the boys, and really, yes, I'm really, really worried about you know connecting with women, feeling intimidated, feeling you know there's all that bitchiness. <laughs> but I think it was the wrong tribe because I'm not getting that anymore. I'm getting awesome. Yes. Chills. I'm getting chills. Isn't it ironic? It's yes. it's so ironic because okay. It's always like the first thing that you love or the first thing that you hate that you're supposed to actually be doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, for example, um, I've got a girlfriend who I went to high school with. And in high school, um, I was not a popular girl. I was the art girl. And I had a bunch of girls. They were the cheerleaders. And they were so freaking mean to me. Yeah. And... And it turns out that the main girl, um, she, 10 years later, she became a yoga instructor. And through the universe in the craziest way, she was like my arch enemy. I was helping somebody who she used to know. And he was like, I got to get you connected with this person. I ended up in the same room with her. And I'm like, Devana? No. No way. And like, it turned out that both of us were actually in identical situations in high school. that um that and no wonder we didn't like each other right so these are things that i'm learning just engaging with people that if you don't like it you should look at it Mm -hmm. if there's something you don't like about somebody or something it's and they're being brought to you right into your face to look at you should look at it don't judge it just take a look at it assess for yourself whether you are that or not find out a little bit more about the situation and I, my beginning journeys of self-help and running a self-help business, um, I took everybody's word for granted right away. Like I didn't, I didn't do enough digging and ask the right questions on about who I wanted to align myself with because I had no idea what I was doing. No. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> so now that I've learned that, that was, you know, it's been, it's been such a blessing. I'm so grateful to have had my rise and fall in the beginning of my business. But I'm like you, Callie. I'm like one of the dudes. Yeah. Like, I would not expect to have all female clients. No. Like, well, that, well, that was my ever. thing when I started. I was like, no, I'm going to work with guys because they're easier. There's less issues. But it's just I started out like that, and now everything is completely shifted. And now my focus yes. is on helping other women. Like, it's crazy yes i i this is what i'm saying people like if you're listening to this like it doesn't get any more pure than this because i had no i i have no idea who callie is like i've never met you before we know nothing about each other so at all zero and so to hear this you're literally taking words out of my mouth callie (laughs) like i am you it's crazy it's it's special. So, like, what do you do about fear? So, like, for me, when I see something I'm scared of, I'm like, I used to just kind of cower and judge it. So yeah. I would be like, oh, well, I'm not that. So, and what are they doing? And how could you do that? And blah, blah, blah. And now I just go straight to the source. I find somebody who's doing whatever I'm judging. And I ask questions. I'm like, how did you get to where you are? What are you? Who are you? And I find most of the time it's something I should be doing for myself 
I mean, yeah, I find myself going to like a negative, like, you know, fear. You instantly go into jealousy and all that. Yes. But now, like, my mind goes there, but I have the ability to pull it back and go, hang on a minute. Yes. Like, what is going on here? Like, there's one woman um, in social media that keeps cropping up. And I just have this, I don't know, I just have this horror in my, like, like you know, like, in my body, like, I, yes. I, don't, I can't stand you. And it's like, you know what? You can't stand her because she's doing something that you want to be doing and you need to yes. talk to her and learn from her. So, you know, yep. you've got to face it and, and figure out why you're feeling that way. Best advice ever, mm-hmm. literally. Like, I literally, that is the best advice ever. I am, stands. Um, I think that as as a a person who is a woman who does have a strong personality, who has um, I have a corporate, you know, like I've seen what it takes to do well. Um, I've I've seen the old worlds thrive off of jealousy and fear, Mm -hmm. and um, um, I've also seen my mom. my mom president of media relations for Sony Pictures. So we're talking about huge, a huge executive. And I, it, I saw her evolution of a person from start to the, the finish. She was like, I'm out of here at the end of it. And I, I said to her once, I said, Mom, I said, how did you survive? She said, I never lied. Huh. I never lied. I never lied about who I was. I was always authentic because I would see her in a room with all men. Yeah. And she would just be taken over the room. And I'm like, how? How do you, how are you, how do you go home? Like, and be okay? Like, isn't it a lot? And she's like, I just honored myself. A little, you know, I just, I was honest with myself about what I, what I was capable of. She says, you know, um, she burned herself out right in the beginning, did way too much, but it's all a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, the negative thoughts, it's, it's a matter of like personal discipline. Look, we're all human, right? Like yeah. I definitely like, I definitely get jealous. Like there are successful people out there that do what I do. And I'm like, I want to be you. Yeah. Okay. And that's okay. Um, we're but, okay to look up to people to inspire to be something. I had, better. Yes. I had to understand that I can be that. Mm. I just have, it was like a fear. The fear that was blocking me was I didn't think I could do it. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, oh, well, I'm already how old and how can I, they have 20 years experience of doing this. Yeah. They had to learn things. Like there's shortcuts. There has to be shortcuts. There has to be. There's ways. And so, it's very brave of you to go, I need to know somebody, I need to know that person, you know, so that I can learn from them. If you ever see anybody that has something that you want, nine times out of 10, they'll talk to you if you tell them that. Like, I want to be you. I want what you have. They will talk to you. It's the ultimate force of flattery. It's like the ultimate flattery. Why wouldn't they talk to you? And if they don't talk to you, you probably shouldn't be in that circle. No, and that's the thing. You know, you've got to look at it from the point of view, you know, if you're supposed to be connected with someone or someone's, you know, they're going to talk to you, follow that flow. Again, the flow situation, if it comes to an abrupt halt, there's a reason. Either they're not aligned with you and your purpose or your passion. Yes. Or, you know, there's just not going to be a good relationship there. So, you know, exactly. I mean, I also find like, like sometimes like I'll be like, I want to be around this person and then I'm not in, they're not in my world. And then like years later, they'll Mm -hmm. be in my world Mm -hmm. and it'll be for a completely different reason than I ever thought of before because I have to grow. Universe, God, Buddha, energy, the world, show you what you have the be yeah. just to get you thinking about it 
right? How do you know what happiness is unless you've had a glimpse of happiness? Yeah. How do you know that you can do this unless you know that you can do this? You have to just try. I mean, it's really brave what you're doing, Callie. I, I, I really respect is there anything that you want to ask me? I know. Something specific? Something specific? Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, um, Not to put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I suppose, you know, doing what you do, is there any, um, is there any advice or... Uh, yeah, sure. You can yeah, okay. What I'm doing and things like that are like you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, doing what I do. So, what I do is I um, I read people and I I read them for a living and I help them with their lives. And so, what happened is uh, the best advice I could give someone who's starting up any business that has to do with um helping people move forward, empowerment, coaching, um, uh, community, talking to each other, that kind of like community-based thing mm -hmm. is, um, is to get all of your ducks in a row. So like getting all of my social media together and having that be easy to to access all in one place. Like my Facebook links to my Instagram, which links to my which links to right so like later after i'd already built a community it'll just save you so getting all of your platforms together i highly recommend doing that um having a before you launch sorry can the you biggest just that bit you just cut out a little bit sure having a brand before oh, you yeah. launch yeah yeah. So, so I made the mistake of like just thinking like, oh, if I just go online, people will pay and they'll pay meetings. And that works on a very micro scale. Like say I wanted to do it as a hobby or a little bit on the side, but not as a full-time business. So I had to understand that I needed a brand. Mm -hmm. So what was my purpose? What was my passion? And why am I here? So get a piece of paper. What's your purpose? What's your passion? And why am I here? And if you put that on all of your platforms, all your ways you're going to promote yourself or have people be able to see you online, you trouble later. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And also, um, one thing that, I don't know, I don't know if you're a part of like the groups on Facebook, Callie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But groups were very new. Like when I first started, they were, had just started um, introducing groups on Facebook when I started to go online and try to get readings. And it, it's definitely evolved into a, like a whole other beast, you know? Um, um, I don't really engage in groups um, anymore, personally. Uh, I get people to come to me through word of mouth. So like one thing, the best promotions I've ever done was to go live. So if you're going to open up a spiritual business and you're going to read people for a living, they want to see you actually do what you're doing and have proof. So the best way for me to build my business is for people to see me live talking. Mm -hmm. So whether it's videos, okay, people want to see you as an authentic person, not just pictures of yourself. Yeah. They want to actually see you in action, hear you talking, and have you engaged. Once I got over the fear of doing that, my business boomed. Like, yeah, that's the thing, though. That's the fear thing again. Like, I think, like, I've done a couple of little lives here and there, but I yes. personally, and I know a lot of people are the same, they just, yes. they're just like a deer in headlights. As soon as oh yeah, it's it's so intimidating. It's so crazy. I get it. Okay, yeah. so this is how this is how I deal with it. Okay, so like, what my one of the things I was worried about was um, at first, like I would hop into tarot groups. Like, there's a ton of groups online about psychicness, mm -hmm. and I would hop in and I would all I would offer to read people on Messenger for free. 
in exchange for testimony so I could build my testimony. And all of a sudden, I would just inbox, 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 inbox of, can you read me? Can you read me? Can you read me? And I'm like, well, I'm not free. Well, you were before. So what going live does, what going live does is it eliminates that. Yes. So I can read whoever comes up by a lottery, basically, by random happen chance, whoever comes up, and they know that if you want a free reading from me, you have to catch my pop-up live. Yeah. You have to be there in the right time at the right place and get get that from me. Otherwise, yeah. I have a service fee. Exactly. That would be my advice to anybody who's having fears. Because, like, for me, I was like, I do not want people to expect me to go live every single day at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm. Like, I, I don't want to be that. That's like, I'd like to, the reason why I'm, I love working for myself is I have my own life. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not tied to a particular schedule. I create my own schedule. Because of that, and when you have community, they pull, they have expectations, right? They do. But instead, when I do my pop-ups, and people are just, it, it's like a mystery. Like, all of a sudden, they get excited. They caught me right at that time. <laughs> it's the perfect, it's like, and, and it's pure. So people Thank who you. come on, um, most of the time, I, I have my, of course, I have my, like, my super fans, the people who follow me all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I've got their, I have their friends that end up coming on. It's the perfect, I always get someone new every single time. So the key is to know your value, right? So I learned never offer anything for free more than once, yeah. right? So always charge. So like, I don't care what people say, like time is money. Oh, it is definitely. Um, and then, and then, or, or collaboration or an equal energetic exchange. So if you, if you want a reading from me, but you can't pay me, but you'll send me um, your art, like a piece of art you made for me, I'll trade you. No problem. Mm. Um, I, I do business like that and it works. It works every single time. So if you are worried about a community, community when you go on live, like not having them judge you, not, you know, deer in headlights, all of that stuff, um, that just practice makes perfect. Yeah. But like knowing, like I never go on live and like have a script. I just let it flow. When I go live, I usually have like a, like a core intention, but I don't have a script. Mm-hmm. That I can engage with my followers. That's it. That's all life should be. Not yeah. let me teach you how to do this. Let me show you how to do this. It's just whoever pops on because it really is a lottery, like a lottery, right? Yeah. It's not a webinar. No. It's a live. Yes. It's to be engaging and interacting. I'm sorry. You broke up. What was that? Oh, sorry. It's to be engaging and interacting. Yes, I mean, people, I mean, I like reality TV. Yeah, yeah. I love body who is being real. And it's, it, it is attractive. Authenticity is what's going to sell. When you are authentic and you are very vulnerable and pure, um, people are going to want to pay attention to you. It's just, it's just the law of attraction. It's the way that it goes. Um, now, privacy issues, right? So, yeah. like... Um, so, you know, there's that aspect, like, I don't want people to know where I live or see, see where I am. Well, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, that's a public figure, you probably should think about that. You know, if if you're going to be engaging in communities, um, don't have any shame. You know, um, my life is my life. And it sounds like that's what's happened to you, Callie, as well. Like you had to like release all that judgment within yourself of what people were going to think of you when you decided to go into business for yourself. And what did you do before this? I'm curious. Yeah. So before this, I was doing project work um, in the corporate sector and it was not for profit. And it was also, you know, at universities and things like that. So it was, you know, got it. Yeah. So it was very structured, very government feel 
Um, Bureaucracy. Yes. yes. Get three pieces of paper signed to get a pen type situation. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So no wonder you're like, what am I doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a complete mind shift. Are you happier now? I'm happier now. So much happier now. So much. Uh, I feel free. I. It's so worth it. If if anybody who's listening, um, is thinking about going into business for themselves, um, and have and have have the confidence to do it. Just even, all it takes is a little bit of courage, right? Mm -hmm. A little bit. Yeah. One. I say go. I say go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. Um, and, and get ready to, um, have, have surprises, you know, um, don't beat yourself up. Like I was really hard on myself in the beginning. Mm -hmm. If I could give myself advice, it would be, it'll just let go, you know, um, and not worry so much about whether or not, um, I was going to be successful. Um, I really wish I would have listened to my other people in my life that were doing well, because of course that's what they told me and I didn't listen. It's like a teenager, you know? And everybody's, you know, definition of success is different. Like I have, yes, I have no ambition to be a multimillionaire or anything like that. I just would like to live, you know, where I don't worry about money. I've got, you know, if we want to go yes. on a holiday, we can do that or whatever. Yes. And just have time with my family. Like, that, yes. That is success to me. And for someone me else, too. Yeah. And for someone else, it's completely different. And that's okay. Yes. But don't 100%. success be defined by someone else. Exactly. I mean, I t it's funny. It makes me think about my mom, right? So my mom yeah. in this, and she very much you know, and she ended up making, and I said, ma, I said, she ended up, she ended up making six figures. She came from, yeah. And, um, I, I remember once, I think I was a teenager. I said, mom, I said, when did you know that you, you know, you were no longer poor? <laughs> like, <laughs> What made you realize? She said, um, she, the day that she was able to reupholster her own chairs, yeah. the way that she wanted them. So, like, for my mom, it was the, the ability to literally materially manipulate anything that she could. For her, that defined success for her. Mm -hmm. For me, I, I'm, I'm different. You know, I'm like, as long as I can spend time with my my soon-to-be hubby and mm -hmm. my dog. I'm happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I get that. It, it's all defined, like, what you want and what I want is all defined by our past mm -hmm. and what we grew up with. I'm not here to judge anybody. No. Um, if I want more, I can have it. And so that's the key also. People who have a poverty mindset or um, uh, they come from, like, a structure like you had. It's really hard to break them. Mm. Um, to come from, like, a bureau bureaucratic aspect, it's really hard to break them from that mindset. Yeah. Um, you know, but once you finally do it, um, it's scary that it had to be cancer for you, but also a blessing. Mm. Once you finally do it, it's worth it. It's so worth it. Um, what I think success is now has changed. Yeah. You know, um, I'm always open to the universe showing me how to be more humble and to not need anything other than love and a roof over my head and time yeah. for my family. Yeah. You know, uh, that's the key. I think that's why we see all these entrepreneur businesses starting to bloom, though, Callie. Like, like we are at the beginning of like a new pioneer, like a pioneering shift in career. What made you want to um, inspire entrepreneurs yourself? Is it just because of, like, the benefit of how you feel after going into business for yourself? Yeah. Happened. Well, yeah. So I obviously work in the nine-to-five and everything like that. Like, I missed out on a lot of time with my son when he was little. Like, you know, he, he took his yes. steps at childcare. Like, I missed that. And I don't want other people yeah. to have to do that, especially, you know, yes. women. Um, but yeah, I, yes. 
I've I'm I've come from a caring background. Like my mum's a nurse, my sister's a vet, my dad was <laughs> like they're all prop. You know, this the proper jobs you're supposed to get. And so you know, got I, it. I still want to be giving, and I'm still a giver and a carer and a supporter and a nurturer. But I want to do it just in, in a completely way. different way. Yeah. Well, what you're talking about—it's like the evolved woman. It yeah. really is. I mean, I could tell you this, forgive me, mother, but I know you would admit it, that my mom's only, my mom's only regret is that she wished she was home more. Yeah. Or she could have done anything because it took, you know, there were gaps in our relationship. Yeah. Most definitely. So, yes, she could reupholster the chairs, of yeah. course. But um, did she know her kid who was 14 kissing her first boy? Nope. You know, she knew nothing. You know what I mean? I do, and now that she's in a business where she's running, running a business for herself, it's very different. She totally gets it. And she's, I think it comes from that similar place where she doesn't want to miss out on the rest of her life. My, my, the number one benefit I have from working from home is the fact that I can literally do whatever I want all day long. I can schedule my own clients. I have freedom. If I have a doctor's appointment, I don't have to have sick time. Yeah. Like, it is the best feeling. It is and the best you feeling. You don't have to worry about it. On a holiday somewhere, or if you needed to go somewhere to yes. meet a friend or family member, you can take it with you, or you can. I don't. I'm not limited. Yeah. Yes, I'm not. Li my my whole world has. Uh, I'm so much more free. My, I'm happier. You can see it. I, it's, it's. Uh, you can see it. It's, it's part of like. Um, uh, I think this whole new generation of, um, like women wanting independence, right, and like the feminist movement, mm. and um, you know, like I'm all about it. Like people yeah. being able to just do whatever they want. Yeah, but like, I think that's I think that's like the, the the new shift. Like you know, back in the yes. 20s or whatever, they burnt the bras and things like that, and then it was about yes. having the same rights as men. Whereas now, I think it's about actually having control and choice over about how we're doing. Things. It's choice, exactly. Like, um, and it's also like far more accepted for a man to stay home. Like, yeah. there's so many things going on where the balance. I think we're just trying to seek equilibrium. Yeah. And have a nice balance in the home, but I, I, I really, I really uh, want to be there for my kids when they're younger because I didn't have that. You know, I didn't have them. I mean, we had. I, I and and my and my parents are amazing. You know, uh, they. I got everything that I needed and more, and I have a fantastic relationship with them. But. Um, do I wish that my parents had, you know, I had dinner on the table every night with them, like the average average family should? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do I want to be able to provide that for my kids? Absolutely. Do I want to stay at home and cook and clean and be a housewife? No. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, this is the best option for me. <laughs> like, I can do both. I can have both. I can run a successful business and still feel like I'm contributing, pulling my weight. Um, making an impact in the world, and I can still raise a family if I want to. I can have relationships. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I was single forever. I, my relation, when I was working, I couldn't keep a relationship because I'd choose work yeah. over, but over no, my relationship yeah. with your kids, like, you know, your kids in the, in the future and things like that, to actually be able to build those relationships, the ones that, yes. you know, we both, felt we're lacking in our childhoods, we can, you know, learn from that because things have changed. Entirely. Exactly. I, I, I no longer have resentment in any no, way. Neither do I. I'm like, that was a huge part of my, oh my gosh, I'm really going to do this too. Like, without, without having parents being my parents, there would have been no way I would have ever been this brave mm. to... To, to go against the grain a little bit here and try to do something kind of off the beaten path per se and get the nine, the nine to five. I would have never done it, but it's worth it to me. I didn't have the experience of not having that at home. Yeah. Uh, 
So, so there's probably people who will listen to this and say, well, I had the stay-at-home mom and my mom wishes she worked. Yeah. Right? Um, having a business from home just kind of solves that for me. It, it does. just does. Yeah. It, um, well, I just think that you're amazing, Callie. Oh, no. I, I think, I think it, this has just been such an easy and slow conversation. It's been fabulous. Um, so I, thank I'm you really so enjoying I'm really enjoying seeing you grow. You're welcome. It's I'm happy to help you in any way. Um, uh, I can give a freebie out to anybody who listens to this podcast. I'll go 50% off any of my okay. readings. So if you're looking for spiritual guidance and you, met, you mentioned that you listened to this, um, I'll totally hook you up. All you got to do Excellent. is give me a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. And Thank you, Callie, for everything. No, thank you for, for coming on. And we'll definitely have to chat soon because as much as I feel like in the flow and all the rest of it, you know, just, just having those readings every now and then also just helps with that as well. So, yeah. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Thank you, Callie. I appreciate so you much. so much. All right. Have a good, have a good one. <laughs> Bye. So unfortunately, Ellie got cut off a little bit there at the end. We did have a little bit of technical issues and things like that, but it was an amazing conversation and I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did. Um, I will pop Ellie's link and things like that up on the Honestly Her uh, page on Facebook. So if you want to know more about her, if you want to connect with her and take her up on her offer of 50% off her readings, then please pop over there. She will be more than happy to talk to you and, you know, do a reading for you as well. So again, thank you for your support and for being there and listening, even through the, the tricky audio. Again, second episode, we will get better. We are getting better. Um, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to Honestly Her. Join us for our next episode when you'll gain more information, ideas, and motivation. Follow the podcast on Facebook for special offers and more episodes at facebook.com slash honestlyher.